welcome to Side Character Quest. I'm Jeff, and with me as always, or wait, and as always, because I'm not here normally. Maybe I'm the like disembodied voice of the narrator. I'm like the, there's this spirit that takes over the guest every week. Well, I, I don't know about that, but personally, I think that uh, the story is the, the true third party in this, this situation. That, that sentence didn't really make a lot of sense, but you follow. I'm mostly laying down some flavor with my voice. Um, it doesn't have to be logical. It just has to be silky sweet. Uh, how are you doing, doing there, sir? I'm good. I, I, I didn't think I'd run into you today. Uh, Silky Sweet, how you doing? I'm doing quite, quite good. I have here a bottle of, of 100 proof liquor. I don't, I think that's a lot. I don't quite remember how liquor works on account of how much of it I've drank today. <laughs> my brain is turned to mush. As has my liver. It's disgusting. <laughs> Truly a miracle of medicine that I am still alive and talking to you right now. Ty, what's up? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> you having a good day? Yeah, I just met this really cool disembodied voice. Uh, silky Sweet. Yeah, it's weird. As I walked uh, over here and sat down in this chair in front of this uh, this here microphone, um, there was seemed to be a vapor uh, in the the vague shape of a of a of a uh, old man um, that just you, you know how like when somebody has been drinking a lot, you smell alcohol in your breath. Mm -hmm. It seemed like he was just that. <laughs> uh, so uh, so yeah, um, it's been uh, it's been a little bit. Since we, we last played, uh, I know for the listeners, or I'm hoping for the listeners, it's only been uh, about two weeks. Um, but for us, it's been probably three or four. I'm not sure. It's, it feels like it's been forever. Yeah, I mean, uh, we talk here and there, but we just met for real that first time there. Mm -hmm. And uh, for real, I guess, over a FaceTime me situation. Yeah, as real as it gets. Um, but so I really, I'm loving this opportunity to get into the the, the backstory of Mr. Ty. This is fun. <laughs> and share my life, my personal story as well. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we, do, a, we do a nice little little chat at the beginning, uh, warm up, get ourselves uh, nice and comfy in front of these these here microphones. Yeah, my, as stuff. a workaholic, most of my complaints were about podcasting. Uh, <laughs> if we were to get real, real, uh, the show would get sad quick. I'll just, I'll, I'll work it into my uh, role play. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Oh man. So, uh, do you have any? Um, do you feel anything that you think we need to uh, remind the listeners of before we get going about uh, about who Amar is? Uh, former soldier became a paladin. Uh, Serafina is his new friend. Yeah, new friend. Is it a? a Serafina, a kid, I can't remember. <laughs> or or a, a, a small business owner. Considering how things went last year, our last episode, uh, she is not a kid. She is an adult woman uh, around your age. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe a little bit older. But yeah, you... Uh, I, I don't know how much of this was intended. Uh, you were definitely putting on the charm with her uh, ah. a good bit. So I... God, I hope she isn't a kid. Um... <laughs> Uh, so yeah, um, yeah, listeners, it has been a little bit since we last played. I, I was because I was just thinking. I think 
a couple, a couple. You did meet a kid. That's what I was going to ask. We'll, we can get into that. Um, yeah, do you yeah. remember the kid's name? I needed some urchins to to do the busy work of the <laughs> church. Okay. Um, yeah. So you uh, you met Kilder, uh Kildergen, I think is how I pronounce their name. Let me let me just. Kilderdin. 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 Uh, Kilderkin. Um, Kilderkin. Uh, she's like eight and a half years old. Um, she's a really really nice little kid. Uh, she is one of the kids of Lulu from the Salton Sea Bee Company. Um, she has who has a bunch a bunch of little little chillins around. But yeah, so you you do have some have some urchins uh, hanging out, uh, but urchins in in more of a a functional sense, less of a, a literal street urchin <laughs> sense. Yeah, they hug onto rocks and they collect plankton <laughs> or whatever the fuck those things eat. Exactly. Um, all right, let's uh, let's hop let's hop into the show. Why don't we? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yaller! <laughs> Now it's all coming back. Yeah, you're starting to feel it. Hell yaller. Hell yaller. So it's been a short walk back to town, um, back to the main street of uh, St. Simone's Island. Um, it's been interrupted only by a brief run in with some weird long necked black and white birds you've never seen before. Uh, but other than that, it was pretty, pretty quiet. Um, just just those little honk and honks uh, going on. But now you are back and uh, Serafina is getting ready to head back to her home. And so you have to decide uh, what else you're going to do with your evening. Um, stores are starting to close up shop. Uh, you see um, a couple of them uh, putting out the lanterns in front of their doors that had uh, that had lit as it got a little bit darker. But if you hurry, uh, you have time to stop by one other place probably before uh, heading back to Salty Sims for the night. I was thinking because I love horses that I might every day visit like a stable or uh, the the saddle maker or whatever just to see horses or especially if there's any new ones in town. I want to. You know, get to know them and stuff. All right. Uh, yeah. So you um, go. Oh, and I definitely offer to Serafina if if she would like an escort home. Okay. Cool. Uh, so you walk her part of the way uh, back to her place, uh, just sort of going the same direction as as the post office, uh, which is also also serves as the main like main stables for uh, horses that are more more service animals, less of the. Um, less owned by a specific person and more of running the transport between towns. Um, you know, like how uh, you have lines of horses that so you can get get quick. Mm-hmm. It's like the Pony Express, but like on the island. Pony ex- exactly. Pony Express, um, which you you would uh, you are familiar with those those sorts of folks because you used to do that um, back when you lived at the uh, the um, three brothers uh, just a few months ago. Yeah. So you go uh, go over there and uh you see that there's um, two or three horses uh, tied up. They are just sort of uh, hanging out, eating some eating some hay that's uh, put up in front of them. Dina Jean is uh, sitting out there um, with her uh, seagull uh, on her shoulder, um, and they are just sort of uh, hanging out with those horses, having a having a nice nice little evening. Dina Jean, it's good to see you. Um, hey. How you doing? I'm good. I 
I'm uh, walking Serafina back to her place, and I, I was hoping to say hi to some of our equine friends here. She uh, looks at you, um, breathes in real deep. Can you uh, talk to horses? You some kind of horse uh, talker? <laughs> Amar laughs, and uh, I uh, I get a big broad smile, and I say, uh, "If only I could. That's uh, that would be great." And then I'll just like rub one of them and coo <laughs> at it. The uh, the horse very very graciously accepts your uh, your pets, your pets, your pets, uh, and. Dina sort of, you know, looks at you, looks over at Serafina, uh, looks at the seagull. The seagull looks at you, looks at Serafina, and uh, they just say, um, yeah, uh, well, have a good night, I guess. And uh, she just sort of like leans over. Dina Jean. Uh, She sits back up. Yeah. Dina Jean, before you go, I just wanted to leave you with a bit of wisdom from the book of uh, uh, sacred pearls of of Lumen's light. Uh, This is on compassion. Aid others, protect the weak, and punish those who threaten them. Show mercy to your foes, but temper it with wisdom. <laughs> she um, doesn't seem to grasp what you're saying, but the seagull on her shoulder uh, like nods, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, I got, I got you, uh, and uh, <laughs> and with that, um, Serafina uh, starts heading off. Says, "I'll, I'll see you um, later, uh, Dina. See you tomorrow. Yeah, see, see you tomorrow." I give her a salute. Nice. So you guys uh, continue on, go by uh, Serafina's house, and uh, she, you know, says says bye to you. Um, you know, gives you gives you a quick hug. You know, just like you know, just a handshake hug, which is like uh, pretty common around these parts. They they're pretty friendly friendly folk. But uh, and then uh, wishes you on your way. Do you do you do anything uh, in particular as you're heading out? Um, I mean, I I hug her warmly and uh, comfortably if a little awkwardly, and then as we pull back, I like, I'm available if, if more were to happen, you know, or whatever, and then I like awkwardly step back a few steps and then bow. Yeah, you get a, you get a vibe that like, maybe someday, but <laughs> not tonight. Maybe on a, uh, maybe on a show with a slightly higher rating, <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> but anyway, um, so yeah, you, uh, you make your way back into town. Um, and, uh, you have, you're coming back and, um, as you're, you're looking around, it, it appears that the last of the shops have, have pretty much shut their doors. Um, you still see a couple of, couple of kids walking around on the street, you know, making, making hand gestures at each other. I make sure to point at them and smile and give them the, the head nod of approval. They, they, they do the same back to you. Like, Hey, yeah, how you do? Hey, cool. Yeah. And I'd give you finger guns. That's actually a, an officially recognized ritual of Lumen. <laughs> it's the head nod of approval. <laughs> Very good. And uh, some folks, you see them um, going out of the uh, tavern. And you see as you, you round, the, round the last one, a couple of buildings, uh, you see Salty Sim sitting in front of their, their porch, just sort of taking, 
taking the open sign um, off of the front window. Nice. I give a, a head nod of approval, and then uh, <laughs> I say, uh, Sim, I trust your day has gone well. Well, you know how it goes for me. It's, as usual, a bunch of stupid people, tourists from Cirque and Rena coming down here asking for dumb trinkets and toys and treasures. But, sorry, sorry, sorry. How has your day been? How has Lewin's lights uh, shined a path for you? What's what's going what's going on? I have been welcomed with open arms uh, by the people of this town, and it's it's just so wonderful. I'm I appreciate being included in the the social life of this wonderful island. Well, I mean, it's he looks a little a little like your optimism is starting to rub off on on them a little bit um and they uh they you know smile a little bit and say yes i suppose this is i mean there are worse places but uh what whatever whatever um do you want a do you want to uh grab a drink or anything uh before we turn in for the night uh i i've I, just so you know you guys have like <laughs> Turn in for the night, separate rooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we hang. We're yeah, kicking you, it. You hang, hang. For, would you like to uh, grab a drink or something from um, the Sultan C uh, B Company or or anything? Well, I suppose they're closing by now, probably. But uh, I've, I have some mead. I have some mead if you like to uh, crack one open. Friend, I shall accompany you anywhere. Excellent. Uh, and yeah, so you guys, uh, he, um, or sorry, uh, they grab a, um, a bottle of mead, uh, it's corked up, and you guys head down, uh, to the docks, and, you know, just kinda, kinda had, like, a nice chill night, um, watching the, uh, the sun slowly go down. You can almost swear that you can see the wall on the opposite side of the ocean, but, like, you know it's, it's probably too far, that you, you probably can't, um, or the... Not the ocean, the sea. But uh, but you guys have just you know a nice nice little evening. Uh, at one point, um, you know, uh, as as the night's uh, going on, you see some you know these these big, I I, I like they look they're I guess they're kind of like ducks because they're in the water. But like I don't know what what they are exactly. They're just kind of like crowding around you and and just like start making honking noises and like pecking at you and stuff um and uh with that you guys are, are finally just like all right we gotta probably gotta head out uh, or salty sims like i think we should probably call it tonight these things are not going to leave us alone anytime soon so i think it's important to point out that that amar always goes into a drinking session uh thinking thinking of it as just another part of work you know an opportunity mm-hmm. to share compassion and wisdom and stuff uh, and and uh, make someone's day better, uh, but like four or five meads in, he starts to like coarsen up, and then like six or seven, he's starting to like say stuff he never would in front of people, like about you know, like salty sim level negativity. That, yeah. That's where he goes. He's not a, a violent drunk, but he can be a a a, a snipey uh, caddy. <laughs> Petty. <laughs> so uh, as you guys are, are, you know, getting off the dock, running, um, maybe you, you take a kick at one of these uh, 
I'll just go out and say it. One of these geese. Okay, um, I would never the, kick an animal. I would like lightly nudge it if necessary. Yeah, yeah. Give it a light <laughs> nudge. Uh, you you give give Salty Sim a look when he kicks one. Um, <laughs> but then you guys, you know, just sort of like walk around the city, um, meet in each hand, you know, in either of your hands, um, and just sort of like chat about uh, about stuff. And so, um, how how are you feeling about this? Uh, do you really think that you can? Set up a church here. Uh, I feel like there has not been, there hasn't been any sort of new development on this island. Uh, anything charitable, anything not for profits in quite a while. I, I don't, I don't see how you're going to get our permission. Salty, I think it's important to to consider. That in every moment there is a, a seed of possibility. And um, my hope is, and, and by the light of Lumen, uh, this will happen. Someone or something will come to, to put a little rain on it. And uh, someone else will come and put a little sun on it. And before you know it, you've got a a blossoming tree of of light and and beauty and stuff you know i've i i write these things down but then i i drink a little i can't remember uh that's the basic idea yes um i'll point out that uh, salty has been um keeping up with you this whole time <laughs> uh but they are a goblin they are very little <laughs> Um, so they are they are wobbling a bit more than uh than you are uh roll me a constitution check see how how drunk you be I'm going to roll one for them, too. Oh, drunk, yippee. <laughs> I got a seven. They got a critical 20. Oh, no, I got a four. Ooh, okay. hey, no. Yeah, they, they're actually, uh, never mind. Uh, Salty is is very good. You said you got a four? Yeah, I'm, like, starting to, I would never do this normally, but I'm starting to, like, lean on Salty if I start to okay. wobble over. I'm, like, or, like, doing that really uncomfortable, like, over-hugging that bros do when they're drunk. Mm-hmm, totally. Um, <laughs> I don't know if yeah. I'm to that point yet, but like that's what Salty has to look forward to. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely in. You definitely are in the point of like you're not stopping yourself from drinking more. I assume. Mm -mm. Yeah, I've started singing uh, drinking songs at this point. Um, so uh, as you're you're walking, you guys are walking um, down the street a little ways. Give me a perception check. Uh, you're gonna have disadvantage. Well. That is a big old five. Ooh boy. Um, so um, you you guys are, are walking down the street. Uh, you've started like singing uh, uh, shanties and drinking songs and stuff um, as you're leaning on uh, on Salty. And Salty is, you know, started to, to jump in with you. But you, in your, your stupor, you don't really uh, notice until, until Salty like grabs your arm, um, stops you, and... Uh, directs your attention. Um, Emma, my friend, uh, does that look like it's supposed to be like that? There is a, a building that you've you've seen a, a number of times uh, on your, your walks. Um, it's a, a large, has a large stone facade. Okay, this is important. Large yes. stone facade. Is it on the right or the left? It's on the left, and Salty's on the left of you. So they are a little bit closer. Oh, Salty's on the left of me. Okay, yeah. cool. And which way do cars run? Uh, <laughs> there are no... Like, are we on the right side of the road or the left side? 
Oh, you guys are on the left side of the road. Um, car, this street is like thin enough that like uh, it's kind of a, a one car kind of a one wagon kind of street. Um, okay, cool. Because I would definitely be the one in the mud or whatever. Gotcha. Like the and I'm taller, so I can help salty over gross stuff or whatever. Totally. Yeah. So um, you you see, uh, salty directs your attention, points out the large stone facade of uh, the local uh, museum. Um, it looks like it might have been a church a long, long time ago. But since then, the stone walls and, and thick stained glass seem to have been replaced by large windows that let in more light. And through the, the front glass on the, the front of the building, um, you can see various displays just in the, the sort of storefront. Uh, what, is the, what is the name of that? Um, those, that little section? Whatever. Skip that. Um, uh, gift shop? Atrium? Uh, cupola? <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna cut cut that part. Um, uh, there's flying large, buttresses. Yeah. <laughs> there's large. Um, there have been large glass windows put in the front to generally let in more light during the day. But right now, curtains are drawn, so you can't see past them. Um, there are also uh, large wooden oak doors, but uh, one of them has been knocked open and just just left <gasps> ajar. Um, this is very late at night. I immediately jump in front of Salty, throw the <laughs> bottle I've been, or is it a bottle or like a pot? It's, you, you've had a few different like bottles, like, and you probably had like. Okay, but it's glass, right? Huh, so yeah. I chuck that into my left hand, which is my dominant hand, and I just fucking fill the whole street in front of him, or in front <laughs> of them. <laughs> yes. Hey, man, uh, calm down, I. They probably just left the door open. We can just go Salty. close it for them. Quiet. Yes. Okay. Yes. I smell combat. Uh. What do you see? What do you smell in there? I smell um a lot of mead. And in the museum? No. I mean, I you you flip the bottle over and are holding it by the handle. I smell mead all over the ground and on of your on your lap right now. Shh. Yes. Be quieter. And I'm just listening intently, trying to trying to scan into there. Can I make another perception check? Uh, yes. Um, give me a stealth roll with disadvantage. I'm right out in the middle of the street. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean like how quiet? We're, there's no way I'm being as quiet as I think I am. Okay, okay. Because okay. I'm drunk. I'm not like not moderating my decibels at all. Cool, cool, cool. I, I was gonna give you the benefit of the doubt here. <laughs> and part of part of the thing is when you're dealing with an uncertain enemy, but you think of yourself as an authority figure, you kind of want to <laughs> make your presence known as soon as possible rather than like them oh i got scared and shot the sheriff or whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay i got you i got a 13 perception check 13 perception check um so you uh lean in to um the the door you're not not doing much to hide your presence is it dark in here should we light a torch uh, so you you take a look in. Uh, you haven't lit a torch yet, so I'm going to tell you what you can see based off of just this. Letting in moonlight from the there, there's moonlight coming in from the windows on the side of this building, and that is just right enough for you to uh, make out what is on the inside. There are many cases, many display cases, uh, just filling up this space. They have little placards. Um, on them, they have a lot of little trinkets uh, just around. Um, you notice a couple of statues on the inside um, of human forms of uh, the figures of various 
various gods, that sort of thing. You also notice three figures in the back of this place. They appear to be rummaging around. Okay, okay, okay. Really quick. Yes. Amar loves this place, comes here every day. Can't get enough, just wants to know everything about the town and the island and the history. Okay. And so immediately, if anything looked out of place, he's like homing in on it. And as soon as he sees three people, he, uh, do I know the name of the person that runs it? I would imagine, or at least who works there. Yeah, yeah, you you know that um, this place is run by uh, Signe, uh, who is a, a human woman, older human woman, who uh, spends most of her time uh, researching uh, St. Simone and the the sort of history that she has on this island. Nice. Is Sigme married or uh, partnered up? <laughs> no, no, she is not. As far as you know, she is not. Um, okay. she's, she's plays the cards very close to the chest, so you don't really know a lot about uh, her personal life. Okay, cool. But I am flirtatious and ask a lot of <laughs> probing questions. Yeah. So uh, she I, definitely uh, avoids those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I say uh, on behalf of Sigme, who runs this establishment, I order you to cease whatever it is that you're doing. And with that, the two fig or the the three figures in the back turn around very quickly. Um, you notice that uh, one of them has clutched in his hand um, a few like different objects Um, and you notice the other two one of them has a small hooded lantern and the other one has its hand on a on a club and as they they turn to look at you the moonlight glints off of their faces which just give this horrifying visage of of high contrast white uh, white skull against the shadows the black shadows filling up their eye sockets their mandibles all that that sort of space I don't like the look of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, Salty has not stepped into the building, by the oh. way. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. I, uh, oh, shit. Uh, um, I turn around and I command Salty Sim and my eyes get all like wide and, and bright and reflect this, the moon or whatever. And, uh, I point my my uh, right hand and I hold the bottle aloft and I say, "Warn!" Uh, he just kind of like steps back and um uh oh, and then yes, I turn back uh, and look into the shop, so he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> you hear him running off uh, in some direction. You don't know what he's going off to do. I'm going to give myself a, a note real quick, uh, just so that I make sure I remember what I've decided he's doing right now. Okay, so um, you uh, you turn, and uh, I would like you to roll me initiative. Hell yeah. Unless you are going to try to talk to these guys. I'm definitely going to try to talk to them, but I guess just in case they attack me. Cool. Um, is, is three bad? Is that a bad? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not great, man. Uh, so these uh, these three figures, um, they turn towards you. The one where um, holding the hooded lantern quickly stows it um, on a attachment on their belt, maybe like uh, snuffs it out and pulls out a um, short sword. Uh, and it is you can you can tell um, if you if you were to bother taking a look, um, you can tell the short sword is uh, fairly rusted, uh, not in great condition. And they appear to um, say something to you. Uh, their mouth, their jaw, like 
goes up and down, but you don't hear any sound. What? And at that, uh, they... Do I hear other things? Is it just the the voice that's not making sound? Yep, you you can still hear the wind, you can still hear um, the bells of buoys um, out in the water, uh, and various things like that. You can, you can still hear, you just can't hear them talking. And that one that with the hooded lantern runs uh, forward at you um, across or through some of the uh, exhibits and is going to try to attack you with uh, with their short sword. Ah, dang it. Uh, does a 12 hit your AC? I, I don't think I'd be wearing my mail like on a night out. Well, no, actually, I think I wear it all the time. And so, like, a lot of my week is spent, like, cleaning my armor and my clothes and stuff because I only have the one set. Yeah, it's, it's, a uh, <laughs> armor is, is pretty, um, it's pretty common for Lumineers to, uh, to wear their armor most of the time, um, while they're acting as members of the clergy. And it oh, seems that's like... another reason I need urchins so I can select an apprentice at one point. Yeah, a squire. Yeah, a <laughs> squire. Very good. But, uh, but yeah, did, uh, uh, I believe I said 12 to hit? Uh, so I'm looking at armor class is 17. It seems like that did not hit. They, uh, come down, um, to try to, to hit you, and you pretty deftly, um, knock, or, like, dodge out of the way, and at that moment, um, the other one, uh, the one that had been carrying the club, they run towards you as well, <sighs> they're going to, um, try to swing at you. And yeah, that also does not hit. Um, and then finally, the third one, the one that is carrying some objects, they very quickly open up a bag that's on their back and they start tossing stuff in. And uh, now it's your turn. Oh, goodness. Um, so this is weird, but uh, I want to try to do this non-lethally. Okay. So, so what I want to do is hit behind the knee of whoever's in front of me with the bottle and then shove the person into the other person. Okay. So um, I don't, if that takes two rounds or whatever, that's what I'm trying to do. I'll let you do, uh, do give me an uh, attack roll for the first one. Um, I, I guess you, like, uh, improvised weapon. I'm not mm-hmm. sure exactly what that would be. Mm-hmm. It's one of that unarmed actions. Nice. Improvised. So I got a 18. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. You you smash against this one's um, uh, knee, and the knee sort of caves in a little bit um, as as you do that, and they stumble uh, pretty pretty bad. Um, I'm gonna have them do a quick Constitution saving throw, I guess, to see if they stumble. Mm-hmm. Or I could do a strength check to see if they go flying. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. Go for a strength check. Strength v strength. That's a 13. They they crit 20 Uh Ouch. Yeah, they... Um, he ain't going nowhere. As you, you sort of slam against the knee, the bottle um, shatters uh, against their, their kneecap as they, they dig into the ground and are really solidly in there. I'm still going to let you do damage to them, though. Um, you're just not going to make them stumble. So what what how much how much damage you do? Uh... Um, I mean, it says two here, but I don't know. You could say the bottle added one or. Um... OK, um, so it appears to do a little bit more damage or make than a that. D4, you know, that kind of thing. 
Oh, one d four. Um, do you want to want to roll a one d four? That's a four, baby. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, while they are they are solidly standing, um, you could like see some cracks in the the bones of their their leg. They they look. Can I channel divinity? Yeah, you can channel divinity. Okay, so if you hit someone, uh huh, and you're a, a third level paladin, or maybe a second level, whatever you are, whatever, whatever. I'm I'm third level paladin, so divine smite. I can add 1d8 for it if I use my second level spell slot. Oh shit, okay. 1d8 radiant? Um, so that'd be 3d8. So I'm just gonna add 3d8. Okay. 16. Yeah, dog. Uh, 16 on top, uh, and that was radiant damage? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is all... I guess radiant couldn't be non-lethal unless you say it could. Like that could be a cool thing we get as mm, Lumineers. No, unfortunately. Uh, well, so with the the radiant damage, that that's going to give uh, these things. You you are trying to do a non-lethal damage against this guy, um, against this this skeletal figure, um, but the, your impact uh, just it shines bright with the power of Lumen. Um, your holy symbol, uh, you feel it glow, you feel it surge with uh, energy through you, acting as a, a divine sword, um, a divine torch in the night. And you do way more damage than you expect. And this this thing's like whole like lower body, while they stand firm, they don't fall backwards at first, just fills with cracks and then shatters pretty much everywhere below their their hips like hips and below just what blows that up and they fall to the ground the figure behind them so wait i immediately think that all three of these are just constructs right okay and not like actual people and that there's no way that could have worked against a person this is my rationalizations oh yeah because you've only seen the skull which could have been like a mask or something yeah so uh so my whole deal now is like this is a righteous duel for Lumen and I'm going to kill all three of these things. Gotcha. So the the one in the front, the one that uh, was still holding um, the sword, I believe, is the, the one that's still standing. They are going to try uh, very, very. They seem like shocked. They kind of step back seeing this happen, but then um, they steal themselves and are going to take a swing at you. Okay, I will totally do an intimidation check as soon as possible. Okay, I'll wait for that to run around, back around. They uh, got a 17 to hit. That'll do it. Yeah, dog. Uh, So that's going to do not a lot of damage. That's going to be a five damage, five piercing damage. Not that great. Or slashing or whatever. Okay, that brings me down to 29. Oh, wow. Okay. Good to know. Um, and now I'm screaming now. Like, I am, uh, I'm like a mad berserker in the middle of a war, like, using my voice to let everyone within a mile of here know that, like, evil is being destroyed. Gotcha. Uh, as you, as this is happening, um, that, that figure that was, uh, as you do that, the figure that just um, struck at you, they are going to turn and like run. They are they're running back to the person in the back um, that had been filling up their bag, and both of them turn and are starting to head out of the back of the building. Are you going to uh, pursue them? 
The the one that had the bag has a bit of a head start. I shout. I shout, surrender or die! <laughs> uh, they, they continue. My big bottle up pointed at him. <laughs> uh, they continue on um, out that way. Oh, dude, bottles flying through the air at the back of one of his heads. Roll me a, roll me a, a, a ranged attack. That's <laughs> a dexterity, so I believe. Oh, oh, that's a, uh, that's a dirty 20. <laughs> nice. Oh, I guess use an object is an unarmed strike thing, so I would have got plus four on that, so it's a 23. Jeez, man. Um, nice. Uh, so what's the uh, what's the, the damage on that? Uh, we said it was a D4 up close. Would it be flying through the air? Yeah, yeah, sure. Three plus, plus a strength bonus uh, if you do it is plus one. Okay, nice. Um, so yeah, they you smash this bottle; it like shatters against the uh, back of this um, of the one that didn't have the bag, and that one the head snaps a little bit as it gets hit, uh, but then it continues um, trying to run out. Um, it stumbled a little bit getting out. The other one has uh, made it to um, the back door of the museum and is starting to open it up. Are uh, you going to pursue them at this point? Did did you say that one of them is down? The one that was closest to you that you first attacked that you did like a mil- bajillion damage to? Uh-huh. That one, like all of their lower body shattered. Right. So they're out of the fight. They're out of the fight. Did they have a weapon that I could have taken? They have a uh, they had a club. Oh, fuck that. I just keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll grab my bottle if it's still intact. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You you go up and um, grab. Uh, well, roll me a quick perception check. Oh, and of course I'm running through a museum. There's probably way better stuff to fight with in here. That's what I was just gonna say. Like uh, there might be like a decorative sword. I don't know. Yeah, roll me a perception check real quick. Uh, it's a uh, thirteen. Thirteen. Um, as you're you're walking, uh, as you're you're running at, past them or after them, sorry, uh, you walk by a by a spear that has a uh, garter, um, a, a like snake sort of wrapped around the spear, and where the mouth um, ends, uh, the a blade comes out. Is this a, a live moving snake or just no. a, a look? It's just a look. It's just an aesthetic. It's a friggin' cool ass image yeah. for the for the eventual video gamification <laughs> and movie empiredom of this moment. Yeah, and it's it's on a <laughs> That's uh, how Amar it, thinks in those terms. <laughs> it's it's on a display, but uh it is it is not like covered by anything, so you could very easily grab it if you wanted. Grabbing it. Nice. Um so you you run after them and uh, as you you exit the back of the building. Oh, if there's a price tag anywhere near it, I take note of it cuz I'm probably going to have to pay that. No, no price tag. Uh, just just a little uh, a um, what's the word I want? A just a placard uh, talking about its history and its its meaning and whatever. Cool. So as you run out of the back of the building, I uh, just sort of burst open the the two doors that these um, figures, these skeletal figures, had shut behind them. You look out into the darkness ahead of you and see one figure riding away on a horse considerably far away from you and then the other figure the one that had just gone through the doors is like waving at the one that's running away um on the horse and seems very upset Uh, being abandoned pretty much probably whoa 
okay, I stock up towards this one, like like I'm I'm de-escalating, but I still have the bottle if I was able to recover it. Uh, as as they see you start, or as um, you start to approach them, they hear you and they uh, turn around and sort of step back and hold up their hands. Seems divine favor has abandoned you, my friend. Uh, they sort of turn to look at the person behind them, still riding away, and then they turn back to you and you see their jaw moving, but you don't don't hear anything coming out. They um, drop their their club and just sort of like keep their hands up, uh, keeping space between you guys. Okay, I, I slowly inch forward, keeping the bottles kind of lower now, my biceps not all tensed, mm-hmm. and I have my other hand out kind of doing that light wave, like everything's cool, everything's fine, and I'm walking towards them, and uh, I give a, a hand gesture to suggest that they kick their weapon towards me. They they look down at the weapon, they look back at you, um, you see them sort of like do a quick jerk in the direction where they had looked before, and then they and uh, kick the weapon towards you. Cool, I rush down, grab it, and then back up. Okay. At that, they their hands sort of like lower a little bit, and they you see their jaw moving again. Okay, I am suppressing the urge to demolish this individual. <laughs> um... You said I got a spear, right? Yeah, yeah, you grabbed that spear. So you've got the... So I choke up onto almost to the haft where the spear is, like, welded on or whatever, with the the blade, Mm -hmm. and I just rush forward super fast with my hand out, and I'm just shouting with my mouth without saying anything, (laughs) surrender, and just coming right at it, ready to grab it, and maybe, like... Uh, They might think I'll stab it in the mouth, but I might, you know, just grapple or whatever. Uh, what are you trying to accomplish in this moment? Intimidation. Okay, roll me an intimidation check. I want full surrender. That's that's very that's very good. That's a very intimidating scene. <sighs> okay, I got a nineteen. Uh, yeah, they sort. You see them as you you run forward and you're getting ready to grab their shoulder. Uh, they just fall backwards to the ground and are just like. Hand, or head in their shoulder, in the crook of their shoulder, hands both like in front of their face, and are just like you can see their their mouth wildly moving up and down. Right away, my uh, my thumb goes under the back of or the side of their shoulder, like if they have mail or anything into there, and then my fingers go around the back, and I uh, loosen the tip of the spear so it gets like slides through my hand and gets right in front of its face, and I push it down as low as it'll go. Oh, jeez. It's full, like, just domination or whatever, and then I mouth surrender again. They nod, like, furiously. Okay, I step back, and uh, I pull out my my amulet, mm-hmm. and I let it shine, and I just let it think about the implications of what would happen if, like, a, a paladin turned undead on him. Um, as you pull out the amulet... Uh, roll me a religion check real quick. Seven. Seven. Um, you, as you pull uh, out the amulet, you feel this, like, brief flash in your mind as if you are seeing... You see this this person laying on the ground, and for just a brief moment, you see not the skeleton. 
you see a human form laying on the ground, but it's just the briefest of moments. Hmm. When you say briefest of moments, like... Like, you're not even sure it really happened. So they were there and then gone? Like, like, you saw, like, imagine that you see a skeleton uh, with their hands up, you know, hands up in front of their face. And then imagine for in the next moment, in like a tenth of a second, you see a human being in that exact same position. And then you see it back to the, the skeleton. Okay, I step back like shaken and stunned and I fall to one knee Mm -hmm. and I release my amulet and I like bow my head and I I drop the spear and I just like share a moment of love with this creature. They uh, are are still laying back um, still with their their hands up. But as they they start to they look towards the the bottle uh, next to you um, and you kind of get the impression that they think you're just like super drunk and <laughs> they sort of like shift forward and are still still holding their hands up <laughs> and are just like waving you down. Uh, yeah, I, I tilt up the bottle and like and, and like kind of show that it's empty and kind of do one of those shrug moves and then I set it back up right <laughs> and uh, I kind of hunker down and just let it see that I've like. I've also surrendered to this moment before Lumen, you know, so yeah, I'm just kind of totally de-escalating now, hoping they'll just chill for a bit. As you're, you're doing that, they, they look at the, they don't, they, they look like they don't really know what to do in this moment. They look like they are like, they, maybe they want to get up and run. Um, like they, they just saw you like just, utterly destroy someone but at the same time uh they they don't feel like they can really get away safely and they, and from their perspective like they are they have been saying things to you and you have not been hearing it um so they're not really sure what to do in this in this moment uh what what do you what do you do i uh well i guess i i ask lumen like Silently in my head, or no, I'll even say it out loud. I'll say, uh, Lumen, if you will allow your divine favor to join this being and myself for a moment, I would like to be an ambassador on your behalf. And I bow my head and, like, await some kind of insight. You get a impression uh, in your mind to take your holy symbol in your hand mm-hmm. and let the other figure clasp it. Oh, okay. I'll do it real slowly, like, okay. you know, full consent. They, they step forward, and they're, they're sort of, like, nervous. They're, they're not really sure what you're doing. Um, but then they lightly set their hand on yours, and I want you to roll me a religion check again. Uh, this could go very good, very bad, or somewhere in between. So in this moment, you want to be able to communicate with this person. That's what you're trying to achieve, correct? Right. Okay. So, and I'll take, can I get advantage if I take a long time to do it? To center yourself? Uh, I'll, I'll say that you can take a moment to, to center yourself and, and really, like, 
try to focus it. What Describe to me how you were trying to center yourself to prepare for this. Uh, well, <clears throat> I think what I've learned as a, from being a fighter and then a small town priest or whatever is it's all about breathing and being open to the spirit of the moment. And, uh, and Lumen is a course to that wisdom that works for some, and I'm one of them, but I don't know what this being's belief system is, so let that also enter the mix, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, so I'm just having a few words, a little mini mantra, and uh, I think it's like a spirit of wisdom, spirit of compassion, bless us with uh, understanding. Cool. I'm gonna... Um for this to and work. I got a 20 if I had advantage. That's my second <laughs> roll. Uh, a, a dirty 20. Okay, cool. I was just about to say that um, the to get th- what you want to happen to happen, um, your DC was going to be a, a 15. <laughs> cool. So you, you're having this, this brief moment. The, this skeleton is like looking incredibly nervous, uh, incredibly like hesitant, but they, they reach out and they grab your hand and as they do, um, you you look. It looks like a light has shined on their glove that is uh, that they're wearing on their their hand that has grabbed you. And um, it looks like that glove is just like in in daylight right now. Um, and as that light spreads up their arm, uh, you see just. The clothes that they're wearing um, look newer, look fresher, um, hmm. and look more. J- just look like they're they're in the day. It doesn't look like it's. The more it's, I see, the bigger and wider my dumb grin gets, and I'm just like I'm starting to like get emotional in the eyeballs. Within a few moments, you see this this light um, as it it continues to cover their whole body. It spreads. Um, eventually over their head, over their face. And as it does, it, it covers up the white of their, their bone and reveals in Lumen's light the face of a, a young man laying on the ground. He looks terrified. Um, he looks confused. And he doesn't seem to have noticed what has happened here. Okay, I'm just smiling and I'm like feeling emotional and I I like hold my hands out to him palm up and I I give him the little nod that you might give to a a dog that that you don't know or like a a horse and I just give him the sense that like to him I might even seem like an angel, you know, like I'm representing humanity and so I want to do my best. Um, hey, are you, are you gonna, are you gonna blow up my legs too? Uh, his hand is still on your hand, by the way. I'll just, I'll, I'm patting his hand and I'm like, you can understand me. Uh, um, yeah, yes, I could, I could always understand, could you not understand me? I, I'm like a, a stupid little boy. Like, I'm like a young squire again. I'm like all smiley and I'm nodding and I'm... Are, are you drunk? I, I, uh, sir, 
Have you ever spoken with one of us before? Uh, with one of who? The living. Uh, with that, he looks taken aback, and he he says, "What do you, what do you, what do you mean?" To to you before we had this touch, this communion, and I pat his hand a few more times. I say, "Could you see me?" And and how did I appear to you? You looked. Uh, he starts breathing heavily. Um, you look just like you do now, like some some journeyman, like drunk guy. Like, uh, what are what are you saying? What are you saying? What did I look like to you? I I I start to weep now, and I say, Were they right? I I have. Just wait. I I have had some to drink. I am afraid that you, you and your people have been cursed. Uh, no, see, I, there is no way I would have been able to do that to your colleague unless they were undead or infernal. There is no way that your friend, your fellow thief, gambler, burglar, I don't know what your game is. That shouldn't have happened unless you weren't human. They Is this why everybody's been is he you can see him breathing very heavily and and looking like he's panicking. You feel him like pulling. I try to hold him and like comfort him. Um you feel him uh pull away some but but then he he's starting to he he starts to give in for a moment. Uh but then he pulls away very very hard. Um, are you going to let that happen? Okay, I, l- I let I let him go. Does he pull it out of my hand? He pulls out of your hand, and as he Before does... Before he does, I say, love! And uh, as he pulls out of his hand, he says, <sighs> I- I'm sorry, I I heard them talking about this, but I didn't, I didn't, under- I didn't understand. And with that, uh, he pulls away, and as he does, as his hand releases yours, the light almost instantly pulls away and you see once again um, the skeletal form of a of a long dead person and they they their shoulders are moving up and down as if they were breathing heavily and they turn and they run so yeah so I'm waving back and I say uh you left your weapon and I like hold it up <laughs> for them uh they they um, look over their shoulder but then they they keep on going oh dang yeah. Didn't want to risk it. No. And uh, I think that's where we're going to stop for tonight. Man, this is cool. Uh, would I have heard about uh, Eli's character uh, and his run-ins with these people? So you would have heard um, some rumors of it. Okay. Most people probably have not heard a whole lot about uh about that but they, they're aware that like there's rumors that that stuff is going on as a lumineer you are aware that there is some truth to it um you are aware that that part of the reason that you are down here is because there's been some like dark magic you probably don't know the details but you know that there has been something going on amar is feeling all the feelings 
just went from like joy and and amazement at like this gift from Lumen and this connection and this real person and oh crap, I must have killed one. You know, <laughs> like we got to end this, whatever this is. And like curse just came to my head, but I, who knows? But that's what it felt like. There, there's something to that. Uh, cool. Oh, that's that's what I'll say there. That you're not you're not 100 off base. Um, and I think uh, with that we're gonna wrap things up, uh, listeners. Uh, we had I had considered this to possibly be a two part arc, but it looks like it's gonna be at least a part three. Uh, so <laughs> hope you're down, Jeff. Hell yeah! All right, this is so cool. Cool. Um, do you have uh, anything you want to uh, plug on the way out? Oh man! So. Um... Uh, Shattered Worlds RPG is my actual play that I, I it's using a system I created and uh, it's a lot of fun. It's sort of a space opera kind of fantasy situation uh, that's on all your podcatchers. Then there is a relatively new one that I've, uh, I'm doing with a bunch of other great podcasters. It's called The War for the Tower and it's, uh, it's a Stephen King adjacent podcast actual play podcast is how i describe it um it's it's the dark tower series is bazonkers that's not a word and it's all so it's got like all kinds of stuff coming at you it's really it is so much fun it's a lot more work because i have a bunch more tracks than than normal but uh oh it's so good anywho um and then there's my original show everything is awesome and uh, we're going through a little change right now. I'm just reading the first novel in the Shattered World series, like mm-hmm. chapter by chapter. I just decided to do that today. What yeah. the hell? So uh, if you're interested in that kind of weirdness, uh, you got warforthetower.com and awesomepod.squarespace.com for all the other stuff. Thank you. Nice. Um, yeah, I'll link to all of those in the uh, show notes. Cool. Um, and while I'm plugging things, uh, this is going to be a few months old by the time this comes out, but it deserves a shout out anyway. I'd like to thank Uri Venom Fernandez uh, for doing some awesome art for me recently. Uh, right now, we, we just have um, some character art for Sir Roderick, which Venom absolutely nailed on the very first try. Like, first draft was so good. Uh, and I'm hoping to work with them to make art for a few of the other uh, major player characters and I'm going to link to Venom and to the character art in the show notes. They're very good. Check them out. I can't wait to see this stuff. Well, um, unless you have anything uh, anything else, uh, I think it's about time to wrap up. I mean, this is the coolest thing that's ever happened to Amar. <laughs> this is great. I'm drawing a picture of the guy. Man, this is so cool. Thank you so much for having me on. Um... I love this show. <laughs> Appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Tell all your friends, folks. iTunes reviews, all that stuff. With that, um, how about we uh, pitter-patter on out of here? <laughs> Peace. Peace, love, understanding. Joy Drops for the use of Not Drunk as our intro and outro music. Find them at thejoydrops.com. You can find us at sidecharacterquest.com, at SCQ Podcast on Twitter, 
or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Okay, I just want to give a quick correction from something earlier in the episode and uh, then give it's Thanksgiving. So I want to thank a couple of people for some stuff. Um, first of all, uh, I mentioned the artist uh, Venom earlier. Uh, it turns out that they have since changed their Twitter handle to at Gabu. So at G-O-B-B underscore U. Uh, Gob like Goblin and you like their first name. So I'll still link to them in the show notes. Um, next, I just want to thank uh, a couple of people, um, Ben and Aaron. Uh, both of them have recently given a tip to the show, and I, I really, really appreciate that. And it's going straight back into hosting costs. Also, Aaron is the same Aaron that has that has done fan art for the show before. And uh, she recently did um, an AMR, which I really enjoyed. Um, but she's also done Alton and Lore and Core, um, all these these folks. It, it, it's always really fun to see. Uh, finally, I just want to say a thank you to uh, the Scavengers Network uh, and Colin and Mason and Morgan and uh, Alex and uh, all those people. There's a lot of people. OK, there's a lot of people. I'm not going to go through all of them. But you know who you are. Thanks, folks. And that's all. All right, I'm done. Bye. Hey, little mama, let me whisper in your ear and tell you about the comedy podcast on Natural 20s. Do we really want to limit ourselves to just saying we're only a comedy podcast? You're right. We have a lot to offer, like intellectual conversations. Well, did you guys know Australia once lost a war entirely to emus? Do you think emus frown upside down because they're in Australia? Like they're below the equator? Yeah, duh. Health and fitness. Pasta is great, but you usually have a lot of extras, but have no fear. Thigh-warmed pasta is here. Plop the bag of leftover pasta on your thighs and eat those puppies like popcorn. We have microwaves. I have thighs. You know what? Actually, we can never decide what we're going to talk about, and that's why we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a D20. So download Unnatural 20s on your favorite podcast app and roll with us every Monday. This is going to get cut and put in the bloopers. You're so good to your listeners not to let me go off on crass town. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I feel like I am hitting this very like strange and and unknown territory in uh in D&D where like I am No, I guess it this isn't super rare. Um but I was going to say like like it's it's weird that I it, this is not a a family friendly show, but it's also not a like anything goes show. It's a weird, it's a weird mix. American PG-13 is what Hell I say. yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, that's a great uh, analogy because uh, you think of your PG-13 movies and like how much fun they are and how they're like just edgy enough to, you know, your gremlins or, mm-hmm. uh, or your goonies or whatever. Those are yeah. pretty fresh references, I know. Yeah, um, you just look out for when uh, when Pikachu says uh, hell on this <laughs> podcast. That's that's going to be a moment. It's only going to happen once. 
We're only allowed to say it once, but oh boy, it's going to be worth it. Mm, very much so. <laughs> I didn't realize Pikachu was uh, canon in this universe. Yeah. Pikachu is a main character. Pikachu. Um, so so fun fact, when I, I, I mentioned early on uh, that the monster in Silas's arc was uh, based off of um, some urban legend, some like monster from popular culture, that sort of thing. I was referring to Pikachu. Uh, just like take whatever you were picturing, um, replace it with Pikachu. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> so it's a, a wonky tailed uh, rabbit creature, bright yellow that shoots lightning. Yeah, yeah. I We didn't. Oh man, it's unfortunate that arc had to end so abruptly because we didn't get to the part where it shot lightning, um, <laughs> which is very unfortunate. But oh man, You'll it would have been there someday. We'll get there someday. We'll have Amber back on at some point. Oh boy, want to. Uh, 